0: Ready Check Radio What's up internet, welcome to the Relic Grind, Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast We're going to have a Savage check-in. We're going to get ready for the live letter not that far away. We'll talk about our final locked-in predictions for the upcoming expansion and so much more, including taking a look through Square Enix's 2021 game release calendar. And giving you our takes on some of the more anticipated ones and whether we're waiting for them eagerly or whether we'll just leave it like our last segment. If you're listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube, consider coming over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O, radio.com. And follow us on Twitch and Twitter and YouTube and Facebook and all that fun stuff. Show your support, show your love. We appreciate it. We very much do. And tell all your friends. And hell, maybe even make it over for a live show, Relic Grind, twos- uh, Thursdays at 7pm Eastern. And if you like World of Warcraft or anything Blizzard-related, we've got Snowbound for you on Tuesdays. And Saturdays is all about all games in gaming gumbo. But today, it's Final Fantasy 14 Square Enix, and joining me to talk through all of it, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. How are you today, sir?
1: Greetings, program. You got That's some shit
0: team. on your head, like... I'm, like right I'm doing fabulous top. right now if you just super happy just, you can wipe it off you happy little, to be
2: here
0: you got a little <laughs> little something it's gonna be really rough don't be for jealous. You when they lose man it's don't, gonna be, don't really be jealous rough. no <laughs> that's gonna be really rough. I'm, I'm
1: further than you were so there we go
0: yeah here's the difference happy to be here? I, here's the difference i was the one saying <laughs> this is the weakest 11 and 0 i've ever seen yep. <laughs> it's like that's true uh I didn't expect them to go one and out or one and done with the Browns, but the Browns, particularly yeah. with no coach that day, but hey, yeah, it happens.
1: Hey, I'm happy to be here. Uh there's a lot of cool stuff coming up this year, so I'm happy to get into that and some Final Fantasy fourteen junk.
0: Then we've got on the line to talk with us a fan of Mr. Tom Brady. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Adam Blaine, aka right.
0: Kronos. What's up, sir? I don't
2: know about that. I, about I that. do like I the to... meme
0: that shows him in the like Dos Eke's most interesting man in the world pose, and it <laughs> says, uh, "I don't always make the AFC championships, but when I don't, I make the NFC championships." <laughs> this is true. I thought it's that true. was relatively. He's so good. good. All right, so we we obviously you know uh, Tarkov going for the pack. So lock in your prediction now. Who's taking it this year? The whole thing. Yeah, the whole the whole deal. Uh, I like the Chiefs. I do too. It's hard. It's hard to bet against the Chiefs, right? unless
2: Mahomes is more injured than I think.
0: Yeah, uh, I also maybe. feel like though he's the type of guy that like by injured and not able to play it means they had to remove a leg, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he's just that <laughs> type of that type of player. So, all right, and and obviously Tark, you're going with the pack to take it all, right?
1: Uh, yeah, just just a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, I like our chances. The the guys in green. I don't know if I like your chances. Like to be to be honest, solid team, solid team. No no doubt. More solid than the Steelers were all year, no doubt. But you really didn't have a ton of hardcore playoff competition yet. Uh, good teams to be sure, but nobody that I was really like mm, that'll be a good game. Every single one of them, I was like, yeah, it's gonna be the pack. This the the championship game, I think you I think you have a little bit of a stumbling block to get through. And then if you do, and it is against the Chiefs, Jesus, I flip a coin, but I'm gonna go Chiefs side. Barely. Barely. I don't know. We'll
1: see. It'll I'm be- more
0: confident this year than I was
1: last year. Let's just say that. Oh well yeah you should be. <laughs> you should be.
0: <laughs> and it's weird that you say that the the week or the week before the championship games, you're like I'm a little confident. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's talk about stuff that isn't uh, NFL and uh, football here. So let's uh, let's do our weekly Savage check in. Kronos, has it been downed now?
2: Yeah, it's. it's she's I know down.
0: I saw on Twitter, but I yeah. needed to give you the segue.
2: Yeah. Uh. I, actually, I'm already done with twelve. <laughs> let's. What? Uh I won the first I saw all of your twice. pictures.
0: It was like there's no reason for you to go back.
2: <laughs> yeah, I told my re- group I'm done, they gotta find a healer. Uh <laughs> no, nah, so, it's uh I won so like we we had a roll off and I won the chess piece the first week and then um which then kind of DQs me from rolling on the pieces the next week because that's kinda how we do it to make sure everybody gets a piece, yeah. but then the globe drops the next week. Nice, and then I won the mount, so I'm done. Oh, and yep. the orchestrian roll, so I'm done. Done, done.
1: Yes, oh, lucky bastard.
0: All um, done, done.
2: Yeah.
0: Tarkoth, where where are you? You would started twelve progression. How's it going?
1: We're not done, but we're like this close, from getting the door boss done. So I think tonight, uh, starting nine o'clock Pacific.
0: Oh, so you're you're we'll, still
1: uh, you're still on, on door, on the door boss, boss portion still. Okay. But we're at Lions, which is the last major last mechanic, uh, and then it's repeating stuff.
0: So we'll get there. So you have faith. Tonight. I so, have faith. All right. Well, you know, even though you're not through it, you know what comes out after that. So I feel comfortable. Let's kind of put this question out here. A few weeks ago, we did our favorites in Final Fantasy XIV. We talked about raids, and, and to be fair, we were kind of excluding the, the last uh, section of Eden there because... All of us were still going through Normal or Savage or or whatever at the time when we did that list. So let's kind of revisit just that piece for a minute. I feel like everybody's comfortable enough to to include it. Give your final review now on uh, Eden. And I'm not saying particularly to Savage or to Normal, just the last uh, section of the Eden raid tier. Uh, Give your thumbs up, thumbs down, final review now that you've had weeks of being able to mess with it chronos where is it where does it fall for you say in like the top raids list if we put them by tiers
2: it, it's it's up there i think uh, i think 12 and i'm speaking mainly from a savage perspective because that's kind of where my mind goes um mm-hmm. e12s is definitely for me the best fight this expansion like uh i think titans kind of close and i i like shiva i know a lot of, that's kind of like some people do some people don't um but the second half of 12S is just when you do the stuff right, it's, like, so gratifying. It's hard to, like, explain without, like... It. Once y'all do it, it's you'll see, like, once you actually get in there and you do the mechanics properly and you see everything resolve, it's, like, it feels really good. Like, it's probably one of the... It's, like, I've never seen mechanics like that in this game that feel kind of, like... There are some, but not to this extent, um, which kind of puts it up there for me. I mean, it, it's still probably fall short of a few other things like I think Midas is kind of like perfection when it comes to Savage Tears um, so I don't think it's quite up there but I think to me it's better than anything last expansion and I think it's the best one this expansion as far as like Savage Tears go so
0: Eden's Promise takes the cake as far as Shadowbringers for you and I think it's so. maybe in like second or third-ish overall for mm, raid here yeah, somewhere around, there. Somewhere yeah, around, somewhere there. around there. behind midas and and maybe arguably some other tier that you're just not thinking of up the I, top I like, of your head
2: i like final coil a lot but yeah. if you go back and do final coil i mean there's some nostalgia there right I oh mean, definitely it's a little bit outdated <laughs> definitely. um creator is a very good tier but dip, from a difficulty scale it's not quite there it's pretty easy but i think that was kind of their over correction from like gordius to midas to creator and they were trying to trying to find their footing um, there are individual fights in Omega that I like, but tears yeah. kind of fall short yeah. for me. Yeah, the tears um, aren't
0: great. I love Omega as a whole, and I know I'm in the minority in, in that one, yeah. and, and that's fine. There's a lot of, I, I'm just a Final Fantasy fanboy, and, and I like the way it was done in that respect, even though I don't kind of like how it really doesn't fit into Final Fantasy 14's universe by itself without this like bullshit explanation, which I'm okay with for nostalgic reasons and not okay with for lore reasons. But I did like a lot of those fights. I think uh, Promise is is probably second for me, but I put it behind uh, first binding coil. Um, I, and again, I'm not ashamed here. I, you know, the, the nostalgia that you mentioned, uh, Kronos, is definitely a waiting factor in this one for me. And I don't think you can really ever take that out, so I just allow it to be part of my score, right? Karazhan is still my all-time favorite World of Warcraft raid, and I'm willing to concede that 40% of that score, making it my favorite, is probably nostalgia more than anything. And for first binding coil, I'm, I'm gonna do the same. I, Midas, yes, yeah, so, but I would put Midas third. Uh, I just really liked where Promise took some of the mechanics where we saw some interesting takes on existing mechanics. And then, you know, the whole floor section, I mean, that's just a wonderful mechanic that I can't wait to see how that gets warped and used in different ways going forward too. So there's just a lot of stuff that I like there. So I'll put it second after uh, first binding coil, acknowledging the nostalgia, probably influencing that to a great degree. What about you, Tark? Uh,
1: I give it a 9 out of 10. It's definitely S-rank, best of the expansion. Overall, for all of 14, I think I'm going to put it fourth. I like second coil, final coil, and Midas uh, a little bit more than this tier, but it's a, it's a truly wonderful piece of content and definitely a way to go out uh, for a raid tier uh, until we get ultimate.
0: I got to say, from a lore into the storyline perspective, this is probably the best it's it's kind of hard to to measure it though for me against uh coils because coils was main storyline for all intents and purposes uh so if we take that out as like a a one off the initial raid being part of the main story sequence right if we take that mm-hmm. out and just compare it you know Alexander and and everything else and and omega and i think eden and its cohesiveness uh, particularly Eden, uh, Eden's Promise here in the, the last four, I think it probably is number one for me if you look at it through that lens, the way it works well with the main story, Adam.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, like you said, if you discount Coil, right, which it's, it's kind of unfair because Coil is like part of yeah. 14 lore, just a yeah, lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you miss a lot by not doing it. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you haven't done it, you should go do it. Um, yeah, there's
0: lots of stuff about your twins and Louis Swath and, and others that you're just not you don't know.
2: Yep, and yeah, I, but I agree. I think um, Omega was really all over the place, right? I mean, even if you like yeah. the fights and you like the nods, right? But by um,
0: design, right? I right, mean,
2: exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of hard to like. It, it would be hard to reel that in. Yeah, they
0: wanted to, Yoshi, P, and Team wanted to do a fan service thing. They wanted Mm -hmm. to do a fan service thing. And how do you work all that in without saying Final Fantasy fourteen connects everything, which they've stopped just shy of actually saying, by the way, just shy, multiple times. So, I don't know. Lore, 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 it takes number one for me. All right. So what are we doing going forward, then? Well, we have the live letter slash announcement broadcast slash 14-hour stream thing coming up, right? Oh, wait. No, we don't. Yeah. Mm. So February 5th, 6th, if you're across the dateline there, uh, we will still have the announcement Uh, presentation and uh, followed by the live letter. However, the 14-hour stream has been postponed. There is no date right now for it. Um, They will release it uh, at a future date. Uh, Citing sources on the Lodestone. Of course, I'm sure you could predictably guess this. Uh, It's COVID. Uh, It's COVID-related. Japan, and just like many other parts of the world, including the United States, is having resurgences and, and new strains and stuff like that. So normally for the 14 hour thing, there's guests in and out uh, all day. And to keep everybody safe, they've just decided to postpone that portion. We will still have the information presentation, which where I think all three of us are kind of estimating to be what, like an hour and a half-ish, maybe a little longer, depending on uh, some some of the ad-libbing Yoshi P does. Then we'll have the live letter after that. Now, so a programming note here for you viewers. That week, we're scheduled to have a show on February 4th, Thursday. That show is canceled. That show won't happen. Instead, on February 5th, in the evening here, East Coast time, uh, we'll get together, the three of us, and do a special live presentation Uh, where we watch it and react in real time. So we'll get on, it starts at 8 Eastern, or it's scheduled, I should say, to start at 8 Eastern. We'll get on at about 7.30 Eastern, talk about some initial thoughts, some final maybe predictions going into it, and we'll react live with the, the information presentation. We will not continue into the live letter though, because of course, that will not have live translations. Uh, So we're not going to do, you know, having to rely on Reddit, by the way, who are fantastic uh, Mm -hmm. and and doing all of that stuff. So plan on us being live for, I don't know, anywhere from two to three and a half hours. If we're feeling rambunctious and everybody's able to stay, maybe we'll stay for the beginning portions of the live letter where the the actual announcements are. And then the rest is like teasing stuff along the way. It'll be a fun night. So no show on the 4th. We'll be doing that on the 5th. If you're following twitch.tv slash ReadyCheckRadio like you should be, you'll get the notifications <laughs> letting you know. But in light of that, I do want to ask you gentlemen where you think this presentation now goes. Because I feel like if they had something they wanted to show, but they were planning and revealing it in the 14 hour stream, they're trying to scramble now and find ways to put it into the presentation or to put it into the live letter, where maybe initially it was going to be a, hey, viewers, on hour six, let's look at this and, you know, mini reveals of, of smaller expansion type items. And to be fair, this is the type of announcement, that, announcement sequence that is normally spread out over three fan fests as well. Yep in in, uh, in America and in Europe and in Japan here. So not only are we condensing three fan fests into one 14 hour stream live letter slash presentation, now we've taken the 14 hours away from it too and now it's just a live letter and a presentation. What do you think? Like are we gonna get a full blown trailer at this point? Cause we would have already had it by now uh, or at least tease the tease version of it that they usually do uh, or we would have been getting it shortly do we see a full-blown trailer for 6.0? Do we see uh, expansion dates? They'll probably give a window at this stuff. Like, where do you think we actually start and end with this, Tark? I think we're going to
1: get, like, the full boat over the course of the whole live letter. Um, They're just going to give it to us, and we're going to be super stoked and have weeks and weeks to talk about stuff, and it's going to be awesome. We're going to get a full trailer. We'll get our jobs. Um, It might not all be in the reveal. They'll maybe put some of that in the live letter but uh it's gonna be an awesome day and i'm super stoked to to be a part of it
0: Gronos, do you agree are we gonna are we gonna get as much as tark seems to think
2: i'm just oh, gonna yeah. check i'm gonna check my expectations a little bit um <laughs> i i think we're gonna get a lot i think it's gonna Absolutely. be a lot but but i i feel like they're not gonna give us everything we would get in like three fest. i think they're gonna draw that out a little bit I would actually be shocked if we see both jobs, or or if there we we don't know if there's two, but it's just a guess, right? But I think we're only going to see one job. I think like one job for this event. I think there's going to be two overall, but I think this event doesn't show both. Really? I think we get a, uh, that. That's just I don't know. I feel like they're going to draw that out. Maybe they tease the second one. Maybe they do both. I, I I'm try, like I'm tempering my expectations. I think. Um, really? I, I think a trailer is almost certainly going to happen. Uh, how, like if it's the final trailer. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm probably kind of anticipating, if I had to guess, like, put money on it, I think it'll be the 45-second teaser version of right. the trailer. Uh, and then a month down the road, we get the, you know, six minutes, five minutes, whatever, yep. full-blown 6.0 trailer. That's not to say that I would be surprised if we got the full trailer, though.
2: Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I- I'd be stoked if they gave us everything all at once. Like, I would be, for the next, like, month, I'd probably just be re-watching everything, trying to figure out oh, everything yeah. I can. I think uh, we so get we,
0: uh, I think we obviously yeah. get the expansion name. I think we obviously think get so. the the yeah. uh release window. Uh obviously not an exact date. They'll do what they normally do. You know, spring 2020, you know, they'll do a, you know, fall or winter 2021 is is what they'll do depending on where they're looking at putting it. I think we'll get at least the teaser trailer if not the full-blown trailer. I'm kind of leaning towards the full-blown trailer simply because all the FanFests would have happened by now if this were a normal uh, year. Uh, Do we get both classes? Assuming that there's two, of course. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think we do. Again, this is information we would already have had. Mm -hmm. Um, They would have been revealed at two different FanFests. They would have been revealed at one and teased for the next one and then revealed at the next one. So I think we get to, I I feel like I fall right in between the two of you. Like Tark's, you're expecting this like full blown data dump. Kronos, you're tempering expectations, hoping for a full blown data dump, but tempering your expectations. And I'm kind of just like floating in the middle. Um, I, I think that the the the
1: telling key is that, you know, we had the FanFest and they normally have those dates set. There's like, all right, there's going to be three FanFests. So we know that there's going to be three dumps of information. If they're going to do multiple events, I think they've already told us, hey, this is part one of our event and then we're going to have another one in April.
0: I would agree if I didn't think that they were as hard-pressed to delay those events as they were. They waited until very, very late to cancel Europe and Japan. Like, they canceled ours almost immediately. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) They canceled ours almost immediately. But they waited, I feel like, till the last minute they could before people would have bitched about having flights booked. Uh, to cancel those and then this cancellation is ha- of the 14 hour stream is happening two weeks in advance I would agree with you Tark if it were normal circumstances I think they're in a constant scramble mode of we need to start revealing some of this stuff when the hell do we do it and so if I'm going to be in the middle I might lean a little closer to your idea Tark because it is yeah. like we got a shit ton of stuff and we have to start pumping it out because we're this is our hype train. We need to do the detail dump.
1: i halfway with you. Yeah, I'm halfway with you. Um, yeah, the logistics right now, everything's not normal. So I, I kind of see your point of view, but I still think give it to us. Give it to me.
0: All right, so here we go. Now, we did a lot of this very specifically in a previous show, so I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. But many people will have forgotten. It was one of our very first shows, too, so many people weren't even watching. By the way, readycheckradio.com. Bring your friends. Um, Let's just recap some of our predictions here. And, hell, hell, maybe your predictions have changed since then. That's cool, too. You don't have to stick to predictions you previously made. But these are the ones you got to stick to, boys, when we're reacting to the show live. First off, is Forspoken the name? of the expansion Kronos? yes or no
2: i'm gonna go with no uh i, I mean what yoshi P's kind of said that like kind of that it's not they like you know how he is yeah <laughs> yeah um which is like you know it's not 100 true who knows but i feel like i feel like it's not um i, I have no idea what the name's gonna be but i'm, I'm gonna go with no
1: Targoth do you agree usually uh, if we're gonna have well here's about trademarks that come down we haven't heard anything else exide, except for Forspoken, so I'm leaning towards yes. Well, and this all is, the other
0: trademark stuff we have heard about is clearly Final Fantasy clearly 7 related. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with yes too. I think Forspoken is it. I, I lock it in. I think I think that's the name the main story heading are we going to another star is the garlean empire going to be the de facto main uh, part of the the story whether we actually go to uh, the garlean empire itself uh i don't know that's where we're gonna make our predictions key story area where in eorzea or where in another universe or star or source are we going to I would love
1: to go to the moon, but I think we're going to—we're finally going to the Garlean Empire. Uh, it's going to be the pinnacle of, of what we've been fighting for since 1.0 is our fight with the Garleans. And yeah. you know my prediction that this is the end of the story—it's even kind of been hinted at already.
0: You're nuts! You're nuts! Yeah, <laughs> you're still nuts. Uh, on yeah, that
1: I point. think we go to Xenos is our main antagonist again, but Xenos slash Zodiac—you know that whole deal.
0: So yeah going to be great Well, you can't say xenos slash zodiac that's like no, i think the Zodi- zodiac and xenos together bffs uh yeah. i agree with you we're going to garlamald i think um i xenos if we're going to add in the main anti who we think the main antagonist here is going to be i think that one's pretty apparent Although I could see Yoshi P pulling a bait and switch, building Xenos up here, and then having Xenos killed in an early trial fight, uh, and then moving forward with the Fandaniel, uh, Asian Zodiac uh, stuff going, as the main antagonists instead. So, uh, I'm going to go with Garlemald and, uh, main antagonist. I really want it to be Xenos though. I'm going to go with Xenos because I think there's a possession and stuff that they're probably going to play with on on that front. So uh, I'm going to agree, Tarkoth 100% with you on that one. Word. 100%. Welcome to the dark side, man. I know, I know. Are we nuts, Kronos?
2: No, I I agree. Unless he's pulling a crazy bait and switch and it's not Garlemald. I feel like this time it has to be Garlemald. Um, I'm with you on I the mean, thing. Because remember the
0: last time we saw Zenos, by the way, he was built up as the big bad guy, and he was out by point one.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be him too. Uh, although I could see like the bait and switch with Daniel a little bit where like maybe we think Daniel, like maybe they're trying to play him off like he's weaker yep. than we think he is. Um, and then that ends up being kind of like, you know, kind of like, like final, very Final Fantasy VI, right? Yeah. Or you have like this emperor who you think is strong and you have a jester and then flips the script. Yeah, I, the I only that, thing yeah, that I thing.
0: think is stopping them from doing that is that they haven't really built up Xenos as being big and right. strong. They have just built him as singular in focus. And right. not and he, caring and he, about anything else. So yeah,
2: and he's going to get a new weapon and everything. Like yeah. they're they're playing a lot of things up. Yep. Um so I, I agree with you guys. I think I although I do think the moon's gonna make an appearance finally. I really do. I don't know if it's yeah, gonna buddy. be an area. Maybe it's where a fight takes place.
0: Or I like. we could get a whale airship and fly to it. Um,
1: Please, no. Please, yep. With, with six point four and six point five, we go to the moon, and then <laughs> everything goes to hell. And hey, here's a new game.
0: Here's a tough one. Here's a tough one. Not not that those weren't tough, but I think you could make a fairly decent guess at things in whether Forspoken was the title, where we're going, who the baddie will be, and all that stuff. Here's a tougher one, I think. Where is the first raid tier, Chronos? Where? Or like what type of, what is, is it, it? Is it going to be like another Eden? Here comes a starship that we just find. Is it? Is it a visitor from another thing like Omega? Is it, you know, the Garlean Empire, you know, buildings themselves? A, a series of castrums or a super, the super castrum? You know, what What are we doing?
2: It's going to be uh, hard. It's really hard to speculate on the raid. I know, um, right?
1: I, That's why we're here.
2: want to. I, I want to hope for like, I don't know. Maybe, like, some Final Fantasy IX-inspired stuff is kind of what I'm thinking, but that doesn't really say anything about, like, where it takes place. Yeah, they're, gonna... they're usually pretty, I'm... like, adjacent to the main story, so I don't know if it's going to be, like, straight Garlean-related, but maybe they just commit back to that, and they do and that. Do and do a
0: binding coil uh, yeah. uh, effect where the, the, the raid is the main story, and I think they can get away with that now that they've done some years of development and really just catered normal to being able to be accessible by almost everybody and then preserving that hardcore stuff for Savage. Now that that cycle is kind of locked in, they've got it tuned, they know how to do that, I think it is safe to put story content back into the 8-person raid. Uh, the 24-person raid, I can still see why they leave as a sideline story. 24 Mm. people is just hard in general. Um, you know, for for unless you are just randomly pugging, and then you are at the mercy of skill levels. Where I don't think it's all that reason unreasonable anymore in Final Fantasy to expect eight people to be able to get together and take out a normal after a day of progression, if they needed it. Uh, so I, I agree. think, I I think agree it's that. safe to put regular story content in there. I don't know if they Absolutely. will, but I think it's safe. I think it's safe. Uh, uh, Ultimisia. That's my prediction. No. <laughs> <laughs> we got robbed we got robbed gentlemen
2: she's, she's kind of there she, uh, music, she the fight. you got the music uh, I mean it's, it's her theme like I mean uh,
0: I think it, I think it's heavily Garlean Empire like you know big castrums big castles and uh, high tech uh, stuff I think this very much I know you alluded to it jokingly Kronos uh, uh, Final Fantasy 6 but I think it is setting up for that big magic versus technology uh, oh, yeah. setting. We're already seeing it with the weapon fights, the uh, mm-hmm. and things in in the latest patches here. So I could see the expansion continuing along that storyline. I'll go with the first raid being something uh, high tech Garlean Empire type stuff. Tarkoth, are you in the same boat? Or are you gonna? Or are we going to the moon for this too? Uh
1: it. If the main story revolves around the Garlean Empire, I think the raid is either the moon or dealing with the individual towers that are what I'm suspecting is funneling energy to the moon and to Zodiac. So that is my prediction for that. And then 24-man raid, we're going to have a Harry Potter crossover, and it's going to be amazing. They're going to fit that into the story of 14 just perfectly. It's going to be great.
0: Uh, We'll have a new host next week for you. Um, (laughs) Joke. Final predictions on new class or classes. Now, we all believe that there'll probably be two. uh, So let's just keep our predictions at that. And while you're giving the two, then I guess say if they decided to only do one, which of those two would be the one? Let's keep it that way. And then I'm going to throw some stuff at you from Reddit... Uh, posted by Gorkraven um, about 6.0 job speculation that I think has a few oddball like fringe possibility ones out there, but they're not entirely fringe possibilities. So, I'm going to stick with Geomancer Chemist as much as I want Necromancer. (laughs) As much as I want a Necromancer. As much as a Necromancer has been teased. We saw one as a boss in in Heroes. I i would love a necromancer um it would have to be the range dps caster i think unless they really wanted to get crazy with it i'm fine with it being a healer i play one of those in elder scrolls online i'd love to play that in final fantasy uh, 14 but i think it would just be probably they'd play it safe and make it a ranged dps class so but i'm gonna lock in the the, the same prediction i had then chemist and geomancer so tark will go to you next
1: I'm going to keep with my predictions. Um, That's Geomancer Time Mage. I think we need another caster. Um, But one of my viewers brought up the point, what if they make Time Mage the healer? Um, They've set up with our raids a lot of snapshot and then release kind of mechanics. Um, And that could play very well into a gameplay for Time Mage, where maybe you snapshot your health, and it's like a three minute cooldown, and you release that, and you're back to full health. Um, you can also do that with buffs, um, uh, snapshot shields and, and uh, DPS buffs uh, to increase your RDPS. So uh, I thought that was an interesting take. Uh, I, I wouldn't be against it, but Geomancer Time Age is where I, I'm falling.
0: Baron in chat says, fingers crossed, Puppet Master. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, if you get Pop, it'll be a limited class, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pop was so much fun in Final Fantasy XI, though. Uh, go ahead, Cronus
2: uh yeah so with the time age thing i, I kind of agree there especially since i took the skills away from astro although yeah. i mean that's not going to be my prediction but i think it's like a solid prediction to have mm-hmm. um i think time age as a healer would make way more sense to me than a dps my issue with time mage as a as a class is they've already kind of explained like they don't want haste in the game and i feel like if you have a time age without the skill yeah. base, it's kind of like i don't it's know they have well. to really they have to really be careful how they do that um I'm going. I'm agreeing with Mike. Uh, I think this is my original prediction too. Where it's, yeah. I think geomancer is the magical DPS, and I think chemist. So is all a- three of us
0: stuck with our original yeah. original picks, yeah. with my caveat of heart necromancer. Yeah, heart necromancer. Heart. Let me throw this at you. This is from uh, Reddit again. Post uh, credit goes to uh, Gorkraven. uh A few oddball. I mean, they they've got geomancer and chemist in here, so we'll we'll skip those. Um, but they've got the possibility of a hammer user, maybe saying judge. I know we discussed that before and probably attributed it more to, um, uh, not a judge character, but a berserker, uh, when we were talking about it, I still think that's possible. I think though, that the, the big, big, like, this is why it probably isn't that is it's yet another melee DPS. I think that is probably why we don't see it yet but i do think that's a very likely candidate in the future uh, a berserker a big hammer a big mace wielding melee character at some point uh you gentlemen on par with the rationale there
2: yeah i, I think and they bring up points about like guy and stuff and i think that's all valid um i think eventually we probably will see one yeah. i don't know what class it's going to be i just don't think it's going to be this expansion
0: yeah, I am. That's my whole thing. I'm like, absolutely. I mean, this totally fits. It would totally fit right now. There's nothing. The only thing is, I don't think they want to put another melee DPS in. I think they absolutely need a healer, and they really, really want a ranged DPS uh, to balance everything out at four, 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 four. You know, I think that's what they want to do, uh, and then go from there. But possibility number two, two some type of dual wielding rune fencer spellblade kind of think of this as the reverse of a red mage Tark, heavy melee with a little bit of ranged rather than a little bit of melee with a lot of ranged uh if we went that route i think again it still suffers from the same thing we were just talking about though
1: yeah um because i thought we were going to get a melee last expansion even though we had just had samurai um I, yeah, I don't know where they're gonna go with with melee. Um, it's definitely not gonna be this expansion. Uh, oh man, it's it's tough. Uh, it, back to the hammers though. I, if I would like to see that as a melee DPS, but like dual wield hammers, that would be cool.
0: Dual wield, big ass. Yeah. So you need you need a double berserker. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> you need a double berserker. <laughs> Uh, how about gun and sword user? Kind of like a Corsair if you played Final Fantasy XI or a gunner. Uh, yeah, okay. I could see that. Now, that is probably the one of the oddball fringe ones that I, ironically, although the author doesn't think it's the most likely out of them, I think it is the most like. If I got a pick from this fringe list, I think that would probably be it. But again, the sword... With a little, b- I think you can get away with a little bit of melee, a little bit of close range stuff. But I think it would have to cater more towards the gun side of things, in which case we already have machinists. So, yeah.
2: right, yeah, that's yeah, where think, it kind of I mean,
0: breaks down for me.
2: This is this is what Meroweb is in the game. We just don't have a class, right? Yeah, yeah, Man, a pirate so she basically.
0: Is. She's a corsair. She's a corsair.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree though. I just I don't know how like. They make the point too, like for, in a, from a design perspective like is it really going to be fun enough and different enough for machinists to really i don't know and then i don't think they're going to add because this would i mean i guess it would be like kind of a hybrid melee like physical ranged. but i don't know if they're going to add anything like that again not this expansion. it's like definitely a class they could add yeah i can see it i just don't think it's this expansion
0: yeah none of those seem impossible to me they just don't seem possible right now i just think there's an overwhelming desire to balance the the queue to balance yeah. the queue. Yeah, they're
2: very predictable they're yeah. the, if anything 14 is pretty predictable in how they release stuff and what they put in the game so i'd be shocked if it's not a caster and a healer I'd be uh,
0: great post on reddit by the way uh there's all kinds of reasons for and against from the the author there so i'm going to link it in chat for you go ahead and take a look at that huge kudos uh to Gorkravin just having some cool conversation and Glad we could bring it to the show. Also, are we going to get a Final Fantasy XIV Xbox announcement in our stream next week? This has been teased for a while now. And Yoshi P has been public about conversations that he has had with uh, Phil Spencer about mm-hmm. have, and Phil Spencer has been public about conversations about bringing it. Everybody wants to. They're all saying it publicly. They have said it publicly. They even hinted at an announcement at one point, but then delayed yep. the fan fests. So, do we get an Xbox Final Fantasy XIV announcement in the uh, in the showcase or in the live letter? Tarkoth, you go first.
1: Uh, I want to say yes. My gut, like sixty percent, yes. Um, they're gonna bring Xbox into the fold. It's gonna be with this expansion. Because um, you don't want to do it in the middle of the expansion, that's just rude. Uh, so with the expansion, I almost kind of want to think it maybe they want to make it like their own announcement, um, like do the expansion and then Xbox can then have their own event and say, Hey, 14's coming, join us uh, over here. So uh, I'm at 60 40 that's part of the uh 14 announcement date. So, what about you, Kronos?
2: I'm I'm just gonna go no. I, I haven't like heard too much about it. I mean I've heard the things that y'all have heard, but I don't know, I feel like we would know, know more if that would like that would be like a big deal, I think. I'm kinda worried that if they do it, it's gonna just cause more issues. But I mean maybe I'm wrong. They probably know what they're doing anyways, as far as that stuff goes. I mean, we still
0: don't technically have official announcements on PS five version True. yet, right? You know, that's True. still I think, that's still coming. I think we're more
1: likely to get that as I agree as uh, an expansion announcement
0: than Xbox. I think Microsoft wants to release that. I think that's a guarantee at the the showcase, that the the PS5 version of the game gets a date at some point, or at least a release window, if not an exact date, at some point. You know, by the end Mm -hmm. of winter 2021 type deal. Um, But I'm going to go the other way. I think we get the Xbox reveal at the showcase or the live letter. Um, I think it's too good an opportunity. There every final fantasy fan that wants to know about the expansion knows when this thing is is going to be watching it is going to have their eyes on it is going to be telling their friends dude that is your audience yeah you want to advertise to the people that don't play final fantasy 14 as well and fold them in because they don't have a computer or they don't play on pc or and they don't have a playstation 5 they're an xbox baby that's fine you want to fold them in but those people are hard to reach without just putting something on the Xbox store. That's the best place you can advertise to an Xbox player that doesn't know about or play Final Fantasy 14. That's all well and good. What you wanna do, in my mind being from PR and marketing, if it were me, where is the single biggest audience of Final Fantasy 14 players going to see something because they'll spread the word for me. And then I could put up commercials and side banners and stuff like that. I think it's too big an opportunity. If they don't do it, I think we're a little further away from it than, than they've kind of teased and, and led us to believe. Because I agree with you, Tark. You don't, you don't drop it in the middle of an X-Pack. You don't drop it in the point two or anything like that. Um, I just think it's too good an opportunity. Hey, by the way... When this expansion launches, we're going to have a sweet-ass $70 package for all of you Xbox players that gives you all the expansions. Here you go, baby. I think it's too good an opportunity. Um, And because it's cross-platform, all your Final Fantasy friends, the reason they didn't play with you was because it's Xbox. They don't have that reason anymore. You saw it on the live show. Take it to them. I just, yeah. I'm going to go with yes on that one. I'll probably be wrong, and I accept that. (laughs) Uh, just a few items for all of you before we head over to other Square Enix news. Duty Commenced tomorrow uh, will air tomorrow. That is the Final Fantasy uh, Community Show. If you've never watched that before, there's always kind of interesting stuff in there. And they'll be giving away Pusheen stuff to go along with the uh, sticker collaboration. So make sure you check it out. You can find information about that on the Lodestone. And there's really just a few hours left now for the Ishgardian restoration. I think we're down to like, what, two hours or four hours, something like that. It's real close, yeah, we're almost yeah, done. Yeah, we're almost done. But, gentlemen, I introduce to you the frying pan.
1: Victory! <laughs> the
0: frying pan. The first ah. frying pans have arrived on Japanese servers because those ended yesterday, uh, time zone changes. What you're seeing is Tonberry server, congratulations to Tonberry server and particularly culinarians on the Tonberry server for their frying pan statue. Uh, If you're running around by the way in the next 24 hours or so and uh, you wanna see what your server did, you wanna head to the firmament and this is actually right outside Hoarfrost Hall uh, in the firmament. So that's where you'll be able to see the statue when it's up on your server, but multiple servers. Culinarian was Ultima, um yeah. Tonberry was was frying pan. So credit to Tonberry and the culinarians in particular on Tonberry. Other servers do have the frying pans as well. So, but I couldn't
1: not. I wonder how
2: many non frying pans would right? be. <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> uh, I think it'd be like seventy percent frying pans. Right, gonna be awesome. <laughs> uh,
0: Tonberry, a very for those of you that don't know, very popular. Uh, mainly english speaking server in the japanese data centers that's why we're showing tonberry off the top here so yeah australia in particular absolutely chat absolutely send thank you uh all right let's slide over to other square enix news i know you gentlemen aren't really all that keen on this one but Wonder wonderworld is getting a free demo next week so outriders with its demo Next month, we'll be doing a show and then a three-man stream. Thank you to Faye for switching the schedule on February 25th. Uh, Faye will stream on Friday the 26th in my slot. So look for that at the end of February. But if you're looking for something four days from now, Balan's Wonderworld is giving a free demo. You guys still aren't even remotely interested in this one?
1: I will try the demo. I'll try the demo. Like that's if you more like Sonic and do.
0: Nights into Dreams and I mean that's this is very that, much in that vein. We're getting like six different worlds but not every act in every world. Not every boss fight in every world. There's a list uh, on the site of this is just, I think Act 6 is what I'm showing here. Um, or Act 4 I don't remember which off the top of my head. Apologies. The uh, I, I don't know. I'm just I love this art style. I think it's very clever. I think it's being very tongue in cheek. With some of its humor, I'm all for it. Is it going to be something I'm going to play for hundreds and hundreds of hours? Probably yeah. not, but I'm definitely going to play it. I'm definitely going to play it. It's too cool not to. And a free demo. Yeah, Check it free out. demo. I'll to try. Show my son
1: it, see if he likes it.
0: Oh, speaking of demos, I know we'll talk more about this on Gaming Gumbo, but the Resident Evil showcase was tonight. We're going to talk about Resident Evil Village and all that stuff on Gaming Gumbo Saturday at 7 p.m. right here on ReadyCheckRadio.com. Um, but uh, if you're on PS5, right now, there is like a mini preview thing with the Maiden, one of the characters that's in the game. That you, it's, There's no combat. It's just more exploratory. But if you're curious about Resident Evil 8 Village, you can check that out. It's only on PS5, though. Only nice. on PS5. There will be another demo released later, a different demo for other consoles. This one is a PS5 exclusive, and that's available right now. Uh, Other releases coming out from Square Enix, gentlemen, and I kind of want to get a take from all of us on, are you excited by these or not? Now, this is not by any stretch uh, there. Tark has just left. Tark just, (laughs) he just left. I don't, (laughs) he he just split. Um, This is not by any stretch of the imagination Square Enix's entire slate for 2021. Um, We could receive word on a number of things at any day. But these are ones that we do know for sure coming out in 2021. And so I think let's just give like a one through 10 uh, hype meter. Are you really like this is a definite buy, definite hype 10 out of 10? Or is this just like, you couldn't care less, a ball and wonder world one out of 10? If you're Kronos, uh, hype level for these? We'll do these kind of rapid fire here. Bravely Default Two, that comes out next month, February twenty sixth. One to ten, Kronos. Nine. Tark. Nine. I got to go with a nine or a ten too. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped about this. One. I love the Bravely Default series.
2: I That's love good it. Stuff.
0: Yeah. It's hard not to be. It's hard to. Val be. and Wonder World. I'm gonna okay. Like like I've spoken highly of it, and I'm gonna try it honestly though it's probably like a six and a half for me it's probably if i'm being legitimately just downright on if i forgot that it came out today i would be like oh okay yeah i'll go get that it's not one that on the off the top of my head had i not seen the trailer just now i don't think i could have told you the release date besides it's soon so i'm gonna go 6.5 tark four really why Yeah. It's just not your type of game. You're not into like platformers and stuff.
1: I am. uh, I mean, I'm playing Sackboy right now with my boy. um, And this is something I'll I'll get the demo on. And maybe um, that demo does its job and gets my hype level up a little bit more for the full release. But right now it's just sitting at a four.
0: It's it's okay. Send uh, Darl gives a. Ah, uh, ten for bravely default too. Ah, uh, prism, you're giving an eight. Was that for bravely default? You were just replying late, or was that for ball and wonder world? Kronos, go ahead and uh, ball and wonder world us.
2: That's a one. It's really <laughs>
0: legitimately a one. You just
2: uh, it's I'm just not, not
0: your it. type of game.
2: I, I like platformers too, but I don't play them as much as I used to. And like when you say like Sonic and Mario, like that has nostalgia for me. And like mm. you know, it's the new IP, and I wish it the best. And I'm glad people are excited for it. Just I'm not gonna play it.
0: <laughs> send send is saying should clarify about Bravely Default 2 and the whole 10 thing. I'm a fangirl, so my opinion's heavily biased. <laughs> We're fanboys, our opinions are heavily yeah. biased. Don't worry about yeah. it. Prism uh that eight out of ten is for Bravely. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Chat getting in on the action. Uh Good. next up, Outriders. Outriders. I'm gonna go to Kronos first because I remember when we first started talking about this, Kronos was like, meh. Whatever, and then we we're like, no, seriously, go look at some stuff. I look some, I looks some, it looks interesting. Oh, it's cross-platform. Oh, oh, it's all contained. It's not a live service. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> so where are you at now, Chronos?
2: Yeah, I'm up. I'm somewhere between a seven and an eight now. Where um, it, it was a game that, if I had not for the show, it wouldn't have even really been on my radar. I would have seen trailers for it and probably just brushed it off. Um, but now that I have like people to play with and it like, looks interesting i'm actually excited to play it um so i'm gonna go seven and a half
1: nice tark uh eight and a half uh i want to see how the the gunplay is but it looks awesome and i'm um, hyped to do the with you boys
0: that's a sentence i'll never i'll thank you never to say again um mystic says 10 for balance 6.9 for bravely wow okay sucker for cute platformers but apparently not for turn-based RPGs. That's uh that's uh there. Uh Sendaro giving 7 for Outriders. I'm going to give Outriders a 10 as far as my most hype nice. list. Um I think it beats Out Bravely Default for me, which I would put at a high high 9, but I'm very hyped for Outriders. Uh and watch, I'll be incredibly disappointed. But wow. I like looter shooters in general. I particularly like looter shooters that are in the box. I don't mind live services, I'm okay with them, but I like when they're, I really like when they're not. I think that the decision to delay the game an extra month was a fantastic decision. I think the decision to say, look, you don't even need a pre-order, here's a demo, you're going to get to do co-op, you're going to get to do single player, you're going to get to do all this different you'll get to mess with all four classes. Then you decide whether you want to pre-order this game or buy this game. I think that says a lot to me as far as their confidence in the product. And that I can do it. Yeah, I'm going to put it at a 10. Sandor so is bump it up to a 9 if Outriders has good game uh, gunplay like Destiny 2. Uh Prism giving Outriders the 8. Uh so yeah, that, that seems to be up there. Nier Replicant version one point. <laughs> I'm gonna go to you first, Kronos.
2: Oh, that's a ten for me. I knew um, it. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to play this. Um everything I've seen makes me happy to, to like I, I just can't wait till April to play it. So
0: <laughs> Sendarl doing the fangirl ten out of ten for Nier. <laughs> <laughs> just fangirling the shit out of chat. Woo! It's all right. You're 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 absolutely welcome to. Um, I'm gonna go first. I'm I'm gonna go before you do, Tark, because I have sure. I think I know where yours is gonna go. So we'll start on a high, and then we'll. Chrono we'll <laughs> says ten. I'm gonna go with an eight. I'm not as geared for it because I'm familiar with it. Not that I've played through the entire thing, but this is just a remake, remaster, update, uh, Western release. This isn't a totally new near game. If it was a new near game. I'm with you Kronos 10 out of 10 because I know things about this game I'm going to take a little bit off the hype meter I'm going to put it with uh, about an 8 about an 8 what about you Tark? is did this come out in the west? no it did not come out in the west so technically this is new to us Right? That's what I just said. That yeah, this is yeah, technically he, yeah. a remake, a re, uh, a, a remaster, new release in the West. But I'm familiar okay. with story and content uh, that takes place in gotcha. here. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now
0: I'm. With That's you. why I said uh, not that I have played through the entire thing, but yeah. I already okay. know, arguably, some things that are spoilers about the story.
1: So, I'm giving it a nine. Uh, Near Automata is actually going to be my next game. I doing ready check radio after uh dragon quest 11 is done have you beaten them? uh uh dragon quest no near no near no i have not
0: awesome. not even
1: not even the first playthrough so oh cool. it's gonna be very cool good stuff um yeah I, i'm giving this a nine uh, i love dragon guard i love near
0: uh, it's, it's good shit do
2: you, do you know anything about like automata story and stuff
1: uh
0: very little
2: oh okay that should, yeah, that should be a good stream. Yeah, it's
0: absolutely going to be a great stream. His Dragon Quest stream is great, Chad. If you're not here on Sa- uh, Sunday nights or Saturday—I'm sorry, Saturday nights—midnight uh, Eastern, nine p.m. Uh, Pacific on Friday night, I guess yeah, the, technically. The right. only
2: thing I'll say: make sure you get the five endings. Make sure you get five endings. That's the only thing I'm going to tell you. Well, that's, I, that's the plan. That's what don't
0: don't, don't the, worry about it. You can't screw that up. Yeah. There's like twenty-eight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I know what you're talking about Kronos, but yeah, you anyway. I don't want to spoil any of that for you. Never mind. I'm not going to talk. Uh I know there's multiple endings. Neo there's there's literally one for every letter of the alphabet. Um awesome. And and I think <laughs> there's actually a couple over that too, but there is definitely at least one for each letter. Uh Neo the world ends with you. I think you guys are going to be higher on this one. I'm going to say like a 3. As much as I am a fan of uh, The World Ends With You, I just... It's too little too late for me. There's too many other things. This really doesn't do it for me. I'm going to say like a three to a, a three and a half. Tarkov? One. Oh, wow. I thought you'd be higher than this one on this one. Never I didn't think that like you were going to be super hyped, really, but I thought you'd be higher.
1: I just Right now maybe because I just never played the original I own it but I've never even plugged it in just okay it's here I hit it could have came and gone and never been existed and I wouldn't have really cared
0: sticks in chat giving it a 10 10 cool chronos I know you were interested in this one when and you were happy that when we made the prediction it was going to be for switch you you were happy that it was where's the hype
2: I'm at a nine really yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, definitely buying that's for sure. Damn. Um, I I love the first game. I I was more like I I didn't think they were ever gonna make a sequel, so I'm glad they're finally doing it, and I hope it's really good. But yeah, it's a day one buy for me easily.
0: This summer, Switch and PS4. Um, cool. here you go, Dragon Quest Tact. Something we've talked about on the the show before. Uh, this one's gonna be free to play mobile, and will be out this year. It's a little strategy. RPG-ish, but more strategy game. Tarkoth, you go first.
1: I'm going to give it a 5, and it's not because of Dragon Quest. I love Dragon Quest. I'm playing it now. My temperance is because Square's track record on free-to-play mobiles is not the best. So, I'm going to give it a try, but I also kind of expect there to be some monetary issues that I'm just not appreciative. So, We'll see.
0: I'm gonna go zero. Uh, I love Dragon Quest. I absolutely love and adore Dragon Quest. I'm the one that kept telling Tark you have to play Eleven. You own it. Fucking play it. Fucking. I can't. Buy it's it. it's a mobile game. I don't do mobile games. I think I have two on my phone. None of them are Final Fantasy, uh, Opera Omnia, or you know War, uh, or any of those. Uh, certainly not all the bravest, uh, that's definitely... It's, I can't do it. As much as I like Dragon Quest, I don't care. I don't care. Bring Dragon Quest Ten, the MMO West, and you got my money. There you go. This one, there you, go. you don't got my money. Kronos?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys for the most part. I'm like a three. Um, I love tactical RPGs, I really do. I usually play pretty much all of them. I, I'm not a big fan of mobile as a platform. Um, and I also like—I'm not the hugest Dragon Quest fan, as we've talked about previous episodes. Um, I'll, I might try it for a day, but I can't see myself playing it much longer after that.
0: I feel bad. I should give it a one because it is Dragon Quest.
2: Okay, <laughs> I'll give
0: it a one, not a zero. Because I mean, this it has got to be huge Quest.
2: in Japan, though, right? Oh, it
0: absolutely! Yeah, will Robert, be. Oh my god! Yeah, they're all
2: about mobile. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, makes so much and, money. And like even the one—the mobile games they have—they're—I'd they're, say they're successful.
0: Oh, right. they they do they do yeah. just fine. But your yeah. Tark's right. You're, depending on which game you're talking about, there are True. some questionable monetary decisions oh, yeah. made in them. All 100%. the bravest being the most grievous of them. Oh God, you know. Uh Prism says nine for uh, the world ends and a one for DQ tax. And Darl says four. Uh, next up is Just Cause Mobile, and because I gave. Tacked a 1 simply for being Dragon Quest that means this one gets a 0 because I could not care less about the Just Cause series I just don't care and now it's mobile I really really don't care this one gets my 0 Dragon Quest Tacked can have my 1 what about you Kronos
2: yeah I, I went through all these and, Like, gave my score wrote them down this was a 0 like, as soon as I saw it it was 0 I, don't, I didn't even need to read anymore like yeah
0: Tark?
1: I've never played any of the Just Causes. The fact that it's a mobile game. Yeah, just big fat goose egg. Zero, zero, zeros all across the board for all of us. Just
0: no. All right, so here's where it gets a little complex then. <laughs> Next up, near Reincarnation. We've all just expressed our fanboy and some in chat doing their fangirl fanboy stuff for the near series about a near mobile game that we really don't know a lot about yet. And we don't know how it's going to cross over or tie into near replicant or, or near uh, automata. We don't know. Kronos.
2: Yeah. I'm at a two and that's purely because of the name. (laughs) Like, yeah, again, I do not really like the mobile, like mobile as a platform. I, I just don't, it's hard. I don't know. It's something about like, they're just hard for me to get into and play for hours. And, um, yeah, so only because it's near, I give it
0: a two. It's our god.
1: So is this going to be a free to play? Do we know anything about
0: what? Who cares? It's yeah. a mobile. It's a mobile yeah. near. Like what? They're going to charge. Near, you? We we know very little about this one yet. I mean, if it's
1: a uh, one that they're going to put a price tag on, like fifteen twenty dollars, okay, I'm a little bit more excited because it's you know all in the box. But if it's a free to play, eh, uh, I might be at like
0: a two. Uh, I'm gonna so be at time. a two, and I'll wait for you to buy it and let me know how it is. <laughs> uh, we'll do, we'll do that. We'll let tar- if it's
1: yeah, if it's free play, I yeah, yeah, I might, I might not even get it. So yeah.
0: we'll see. The only thing I'm with you, uh, both of you gentlemen. It, it has the near name, so I'll, I'll kind of peek at it, mm-hmm. but it also is mobile. So if I forget about it, I'm not gonna feel all that heartbroken. Uh, last one, Saga Frontier. Saga Frontier, and we're gonna show a little bit of a trailer from that. Now, obviously, this came out you know 20 years ago or whatever, but there's gonna be a full remaster, new content, uh, all kinds of. There's even a new protagonist that you can play as in it as well. So, either of you play this back in your your PS1 days?
2: Yeah, I played it before.
0: What'd you think? I played it.
2: I'm not the biggest fan. It's it's okay. Like, it's not bad. Uh, but, like, as far as, like, my PS... Like, PS1 RPGs, it's, like, pinnacle for me. and yeah. It's, like, not even, like, really up there. But it's not a bad game. You know, and there's a lot of people that really do like it a lot.
1: I like it, but I was frustrated with finding the whole abilities and mixing and matching and... Um... It's, it's definitely not held up the test of time it's cool that's getting a remaster I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna play it I'll give it a seven
0: 10 10 <laughs> give it to me give it to me a remaster of any of my uh RPGs in my ps1 collection so I don't have to pull those discs off the shelf some of them are worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars now let me keep them there and a remaster with new thing 10 10. Granted, this isn't one of Square's finest RPGs, uh, and it certainly isn't on the PS1, and it certainly isn't one of their finest uh, across their entire uh, experience, but it's, it's one that I like enough that this saves me from pulling the disc off the shelf. I like new content. I like it looking good. Obviously, I'm not expecting it to be a mover and shaker in the industry it is a day one purchase for me absolutely absolutely Word. let us know your thoughts in the comments below uh two more things just want to bring your attention to and we'll uh, call it a day move over to the love it or leave it segment and wrap up here uh gentlemen just so you know we haven't heard squat out of marvel's avengers for like ever now ever yeah like Kate Bishop was supposed to be October didn't come out till the beginning of December Hawkeye was supposed to be December we have no idea when he's coming out we have no idea when Spider-Man is being added in for PlayStation users we, we've got data mine stuff that points to like She-Hulk and, and other people oh Chrono Trigger remaster yes please I'm amazed that one hasn't oh. happened first by the way like how did Saga Frontier jump the line in front of Chrono Trigger that's amazing um, as far as remasters go uh, I guess because they released it on Steam, so they're trying okay. to suck those sales up first.
2: Yeah, it's been available on other like yeah. out, they re-released it on DS too. Like, well,
0: wow, uh, Anyway, it's been weeks. Like, if you go to the Marvel Avengers website, the most recent news posts are their weekly roundtables, which give no more information than like priority mission changes and and stuff like that. Like, it is not. I'm not hearing anything. anything. A lot of crickets. A lot of crickets. I mean this that can't be good. Like when are we getting anything if you are a fan of this game? Um let's oh here we well we can't we can't talk about this and not do this, right? Hold on. <laughs> oh steam charts, yeah. Steam charts. Oh my god. 378 playing an oh. hour ago. 520 is the 24 hour peak. Yeah, that's not good for your online all the time, multiplayer live service game. Um, non- non-crossplay. Yeah, non-crossplay game. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's right. Re- Here's the thing, too. There's speculation. Again, this one's just rumor, by the way. Just like the She-Hulk yeah. stuff. and This is just rumor, and I don't know if you guys heard this. And, and if you did, and or didn't, let me know what you think. So, Kronos, we'll go to you first. There is rumor that this may be the one of... the, the marquee title in the... Uh, free PSN February games. Now, that's just Ooh. a rumor right now that is not confirmed. We don't know February's free games, but they do always put usually one bigger-ish title, even if it's a little older. Uh, but, you know, you get like, uh, oh, here's Resident Evil, whatever. Um, and then one kind of smaller title or indie title or whatever they're experimenting with this month. February, there are rumors that it will the bigger title will be Marvel's Avengers this game came out in September, folks. Yeah, that means five months go by before it becomes a free title. One, do you think it'll happen, Chronos? And two, what does that ultimately say?
2: I think that might be good for the game, honestly. Like to get just to get people to play it, because I mean, you know, if it's free. You'll get a lot of word of mouth where you're just like, "Hey, go download it, try it. It's free. You might like it." Kind of thing. I mean, free is probably still too expensive for me uh-huh. to play the game. Um, but I I think it'll get some more eyes on it, which is a good thing. So I actually think if it is true, I like the move um, because I I think like, you know, people that own PS fives and PS fours will probably just grab it while it's free. And and you'll see a spike in play, which then could help you sell your further DLC. If that's the road you're trying to go down, which I mean, they've already promised. That's my
0: thing though. Like if this happens, that means it's going to happen in two weeks. Because normally mm-hmm. the changeover is like whatever, February 5th, February 6th. It's always like five or six days into the month for the PSN yeah, first, free game changers.
1: First Wednesday yeah. after Tuesday kind of deal.
0: Yeah, so if that's the plan, then we need to hear something. Because I don't think you can do that without having some type of announcement to also go with it on, hey, and Hawkeye's coming on March 1st. You know, some type of, mm-hmm. hey, here, get it free for a month, catch up, Hawkeye's coming, then we got this and we got this and we got this. You know, some type of buzz to capitalize on what you're talking about, Kronos. The people that are like, hey, I've heard a lot of bad shit about that. I really like adventure uh, adventures, but I'm going to hold off for now. Oh, shit, it's free. All right, cool, I'll pick it up. But I think that, Tark, that also has to come with an idea of something coming sometime soon, right?
1: Um. Yeah, if this is true, PSN has been notorious about not leaking or trying not to leak uh, what the titles are for PS Plus until the week before. Um, I I don't know why that is. Especially when you have a big title like this, you'd like to have some sort of build-up, some sort of push to, hey, come get this, come try this out. Um, But they've been notorious about not letting people know what uh, it's coming on Plus until the week before.
0: Yes, it's so you'll but, buy it the day before yeah. Plus goes free. <laughs> <laughs> so, but if this
1: comes out with Plus, I there's got to be some sort of big announcement that's coming with this. Um, because you don't just put it on Plus and then do nothing with it. There's got to be, you got to build on it for some reason. Um, if they put it on Plus as well, I think it's it shows that they're really desperate. I mean, they're they're looking for anybody to come play this game at this point, so... I, I think they're there.
2: Um, I think they need to be there.
1: Yeah, yeah. If, they're not, if they're not at that desperation, they should be looking at those numbers and be like, "Hey, and they need to get crossplay going. Why is it not there?" So bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's it's like it's not even like they're losing all that much at this point. Like you can buy the game for if you shop around, gang, you can find this somewhere in your region for fifteen to thirty dollars max. 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 So it's not even like they've already cashed the launch in as a launch. So they're not worried about recouping box costs at this point. They're worried about retaining player base and selling the DLC. Uh, a little FYI for all of you viewers The Final Fantasy 7 trademarks That we reviewed on last week's show Those are rolling out in more areas Including Canada So look for more news on them Sometime soon uh, Shinra Power Company logo And all kinds of other fun trademarks They're rolling out in other regions So there's no doubt about them being A valid, legit thing It's no longer a data mine Or anything like that Square Enix is snapping up the trademarks in all the regions. So get ready. I think we're going to have some Final Fantasy 7 news later this year. All you get from that is that Shinra's buying Canada. That is exactly <laughs> what I said, Jason. And on that note, let's slide over and do love it or leave it. This is the segment of the show where I give the hosts an item. It could be anything, as long as it is Square Enix related. It could be a particular game. It could be a feature in a game. It could be a press release. It could be a financial decision. Literally anything under the sun that has to do with Square Enix. And all three of us will tell you whether we love it or leave it. And we encourage you to do the same in the comments below on YouTube or in the comments below on readycheckradio.com. Love it means you want more of it. Leave it. Yep, just throw it away. Today's topic, gentlemen, starting with you, Kronos, is jumping puzzles specifically in Final Fantasy XIV. I say that because there are some games that do jumping puzzles better than fourteen, and some that do it worse, so I didn't want to put it just out there as jumping puzzles. We're going to be specific to Final Fantasy XIV and jumping puzzles. Love them or leave them?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with leave it. Um... 14 is not really built to be a platformer. I really don't get any like fun out of trying to jump up the top of the castle in Kugane. I mean, I, people like it a lot, which is good. I mean, and it probably doesn't take much effort to put it in the game, but for me personally, you're not really going to catch me doing those things, to be honest. And I do a lot of stuff in the game, and that's really not one of the things I really care about.
0: Targoth?
1: So I get where Cronus is saying that it's not built to be a platformer, but I'm going to go with love it. Uh, Leap of Faith, if I'm in there uh, I will I will absolutely do it Kugani uh, Tower was challenging, I didn't actually get it done myself, I got too frustrated and someone pulled me up um, but I got all the uh, sightseeing log to get that minion um, I, I love it in this game, I just wish it was more platform friendly
0: huh. I'm gonna go with love it I love jump puzzles in MMOs to begin with. We got uh, Dave in chat saying love it, Sticks absolutely love it. I love jump puzzles to begin with, uh, whether they're in Guild Wars 2, Final Fantasy 14 or anything. I think Guild Wars 2 is on the higher end, the better end of doing jump puzzles because their controls lend themselves to them a little better than Final Fantasy 14s. I will absolutely agree there. I did a video on my personal YouTube channel, not on Ready Check Radios. It was on my Magic Man channel, which still gets fi- like Final Fantasy FFTCG content more than anything. Uh, been a little bit of a lull there with the whole COVID, but there's going to be live games put back up there. So if you follow me, that channel is not dead. It's just going to be that stuff. I did a Kugane Jump Puzzle Strategy Guide video years ago. That still gets comments on it still oh my god thank you so much because it taught you how to use how to abuse the shit out of the hitboxes in the game
2: <laughs> because yeah. they weren't it, it
0: doesn't you know like you said it doesn't lend itself to platforming all that well so
2: yeah i just use ninja when i do it because <laughs> <laughs> you, you move faster and you jump higher
0: prism says leave it unless
2: there are better prizes for them
0: well let us know what you think in the comments below we'll be back next week on uh, Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern for one more show. Then remember, February 4th, we won't have a show because we'll be doing a special live reactions and pre-show uh, on the 5th, Friday instead, to uh, the showcase, the Final Fantasy 14 Square Enix showcase. So hope you'll follow, hope you'll join us, hang out, make some crazy predictions with us, and then watch all the news roll in. Until next week, Cronus, where can everybody find you, my friend?
2: Uh, Yeah, same as always. Twitter down below. Um, Tweet pretty much every day, so if you want to listen to me, just blabber on.
0: What about you, Tarkoth?
1: Find me at uh, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkoth Gaming, and if I may be so bold, um, I am like a sliver away from Affiliated. Would love to have anybody that's willing to watch some Final Fantasy 14 or Genshin Impact. Come on over. We'll have a good time. Uh, Help me get over that little hump uh, to that uh, thing on Twitch.
0: Chat, after you do that, hang tight here. After post-show, of course, we always go right into a stream. Uh, Faye will be streaming tonight, having some fun, hanging out with chat, just generally making a bunch of trouble. Faye, how are you?
3: You know me as troublemakers do. You're
0: like all blurry. So What'd you, you do? For. It's like oh, no. slowly oh, coming into camera. focus. There you go. That camera. was very dramatic.
3: <laughs> uh, so you see, well, I mean, with that the, is with a the dramatics of the makeup.
0: We that had is a to, swell evening, stash. We what the hell are you doing? doing? Thank you.
3: Awesome. <laughs> Love it. Well, I I promised chat last week that I would at least emulate to the best of my ability what my outer world's character looks like, since you can't see me most of the time, and here we are. Um, we are definitely going to have to adjust the light because you cannot see my uh, tired secretary bun up here. But, <laughs> you know, it was good before I hit the stream. You have a great, <laughs> a great
0: stash. A great Thank stash. You. Like, it beats Thank mine. It try. absolutely beats mine.
3: Well, you know, I didn't get my art school degree for nothing.
0: Hell no, it cost you thousands <laughs> of dollars. Um <laughs> <laughs>
3: And wonderful mustache abilities. Exactly,
0: exactly. So, chat, hang out uh, just for a few minutes after post-show. As always, we'll go dark for 20 seconds while we reset and separate. get the VODs to separate down below and do a stream and a show. And then Faye will be back playing some Outer Worlds. Until next week, gang, I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there on Twitter at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio R-A-I-D-E-O, so you know when we're going live, with what, and you can come hang out. Until next time, gang, it's been fun. Stay safe, and we'll see you out on those servers. Later.